God's wrath. Lincoln here from TurnToBurnFamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave. We encourage males to crush effeminacy and maliteracy and aspire to domestic excellence. We are continuing on our Life Wrap Tour of the Heart Dilemma series. And we have gone through in the last in the last session, the last audio session, the fact that the, the, the deluge or the flood that man experienced thousands of years ago, what they call Noah's flood, which really is God's flood, that was that precursor was how terrible and rotten man's heart was at that time, even intermingling with spiritual and divine beings that were not that was not supposed to happen. And that becoming a global phenomenon, that wickedness in man's heart becoming a global phenomenon that God addressed with his wrath. So we're making the point today that our untamed heart is the only reason for God's wrath. Thank you for being present with us this today or whatever time of the day it is for you. As we said, our untamed heart is the only reason for God's wrath as we provoked him by abusing his image his perfect image and his likeness and then ignoring our savior his only as we say forgotten son jesus of nazareth the messiah and grieving and quenching his holy spirit god's heart is his thought center as described in matthew 5 1 to 16 many people call that the beatitudes and his heart is also described in philippians 2 and throughout the entire scriptures god has emotions as well and his heart is affected by our heart and our circumstances, as Hebrews 4.15 tells us. And that says, Jesus, our high priest, is able to understand our weaknesses. When Jesus lived on earth, he was tempted in every way. He was tempted in the same way we are tempted, but he never sinned. I believe that's the easy-to-read version of the Holy Bible. It says that of Hebrews 4.15. So man who is spiritual lives aware man so man who is spiritual lives aware and concerned about how our heart our thought center how our feelings how our emotions and our drive affects god's heart that is we live in the fear of god whilst man who is not yet transformed lives antichrist as he is clueless as to how he impacts god's heart and how god wants to impact his Genesis 8.21 tells us that the Lord smelled these sacrifices and it pleased him. The Lord said to himself, I will never, I will never curse the earth as a way to punish people. People are evil from the time they are young. But I will never again destroy every living thing on the earth as I did this time. That is after the deluge, the people call this the Noah flood, which was really God's flood. God calls the flood not Noah. But after that, Noah made a sacrifice. After he, after the, the earth, the water, the water receded and the ark landed, many people say, on Mount Arawat. In, and I believe that might be biblical. But he came out, he gave a sacrifice. And after that is where God, God reveals that uh, this this promise in Genesis 8 verse 21. So we see again, Noah's sacrifice was able to impact God. Genesis 8 verse 21 reveals that without being born again, man's unrepentant heart is evil from his youth. The cutest of babies are antichrist in their selfish approach to food, 
toys and attention now i'm not making the argument for what people call original sin i'm making this discussion that we we see a manifestation of sin even in young babies we're not saying where that sin came from but we're just making the point that even in babies that many people say don't have that level of accountability we still see selfishness and we still see antichrist behavior genesis 8 21 also reveals that god's heart is compassionate to man and he wants to pay attention and he wants man to pay attention to him mark 7 verses 21 to 23 in the holy bible reveals the evil in man's heart proverbs 22 verse 15 exhorts that a child's heart is bound or knit to foolishness a child's heart is committed to perversion and immaturity Genesis 42, 28, 1 Samuel 17, 32 indicate that man's sinful heart can fail him. Hence, we should not trust our heart outside God. We're going to continue on this point of not trusting our heart outside of a transformation in Christ right after the break. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions, $100 for individuals, and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. here from turn to burn fantasyfamily.com's transformational man cave we are continuing on our life raft tour of the heart dilemma series addressing this issue of the state of man's untransformed heart the heart that has not been born again we just made the point that <clears throat> we should not and we cannot trust our heart outside god in the previous segment of this audio session Thank you for being present with us today. Those who are just joining us, we are grateful for your attention. And those who are continuing, we say big up in Jamaica. Now, this discussion that we shall, we cannot and should not trust our heart outside a divine relationship with God, which is only possible through Jesus Christ the Messiah, is a significant reason for issues such as divorce and fatherless homes and domestic abuse. Exodus 7 verses 22 to 23, John 12 verse 40, Romans 2 verse 5, etc. in the Holy Bible imprint that our hearts can be hardened and set against God. That is, man has a callously stubborn and antichrist heart. Again, we are not making the point about original sin that man, many the original sin issue is that man has no choice but to sin. We're not making that point. We're just making the point that man makes decisions. We have observed, and the, the scriptures teach this also. Man is observed as making, excuse me, deliberately making choices that go against God. That man is observed as a being that uh, comes out, that seems to have this tendency to make choices deliberately that go against God's heart. So interestingly, carnal man uses the measure of faith 
that God provided that God provided him against God by being stubborn. Romans 12, 3, we're simply saying here that stubbornness is simply using God's faith against him. Because stubbornness, when we the same term faith, is where we make we're stubborn in favor of God, where regardless of what happens to us, we continue to trust God. And that's still a kind of stubbornness, if you use the word stubborn in a more broader sense. That faith is stubbornness, but stubbornness in favor of God, while you know, people normally look at stubbornness in a bad sense. Faith, in a sense, is being stubbornly pro-Christ or anti-world, whilst unbelief is being stubbornly anti-Christ or pro-Satan. Either way you take it, we are being stubborn in some regard, whether as a believer or an unbeliever in Christ, and that is what our, unbel- our untransformed heart makes us stubborn against Christ, and the transformed heart makes us stubborn for christ unbelief is a natural manifestation of the unrepentant heart and vice versa again we use the term repentant that we defined it in a previous audio session where we feel remorse about how our art our heart operates the state of our heart the state of our choices the state of our goals our dreams ambitions the state of our logic and we we make a choice to forsake that way of thinking and to ascribe to a different way of thinking. Exodus 36 verse 2 details that hearts can become lazy when not stirred to work. Again, we're just going through some other, other observations about the unrepentant heart. Numbers 32 verse 7 in the Holy Bible indicate that hearts can be discouraged. Deuteronomy 6 verse 5 to 6, 5 to 6 indicate that a heart can be compartmentalized and empty of God's word leading to lukewarmness and practical atheism even where people bodily come to something called a church. So when the Lord, he has to tell us, he has to command us to love the Lord thy God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and I think Christ adds strength. And this is something that is relevant for man because we can compartmentalize and break up and segment our heart into different parts. I will only care about those close to me or and these are some things that the untransformed mind thinks. I will only care about and I will only love those who love me back. I will only love my friends, etc. That's a type of way where you compartmentalize your heart and only love specific and only show appreciation for specific people so god has to tell us to love the lord love him with everything so sometimes people will love the lord with a kind of 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 sunday worship but they so they compartmentalize god to sunday and then the rest of the week is theirs and that is not what god is saying here but that's the kind of heart that we have when we're not transformed where we can only love those who are nice to us we can only love the lord our god on sunday and we can segment and separate our hearts from God's heart. Deuteronomy 28 verse 65 revealed that hearts can get timid and 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 revealed that the spirit of timidity, and that's not to be confused with meekness and gentleness, is antichrist. The spirit of not being bold is antichrist. We're not saying that people should be rude, but when people are bold for Christ, that is different that is that is boldness and that's that's not timidity the the heart that is antichrist is coward it's a heart that is not bold for christ psalm 41 verse 6 acts 5 verse 3 say a man's heart can lie and be vain and proverbs 
says both are holy abominations. See Proverbs 6, 16 to 19 in the Holy Bible. Now we're going to continue on the issues of our heart, the bad state of our heart, the reason why we need a, div a divine heart surgery and a heart transplant in God's eyes, why we need to be born again, because the heart that we generally associate with from our birth, the heart that man has been observed with before we are born again, is a destructive heart, is a poisonous heart. It is a ravenous heart to destroy man and to oppose God. And we are going to continue on this in other audio sessions in the future. Life is spirit. We thank you for your attention and your time. Now, our call to action is that we encourage you to share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Share this with yourself. We encourage you to investigate the biblical references that we've given you for yourself. Don't trust us. Uh, we, you, don't, you don't even know who we are. But take this as an invitation to explore these scriptures for yourself explore the basis of what we're saying based on your own observation of who you are and what you see man to be you can always debate the bible as whether it's correct or not but we know that the, a lot of the things that the scriptures say is accurate and still relevant to our lives and the scriptures can be trusted we just don't want to trust the scriptures uh, we just don't want to trust christ that's my observation as well we encourage you to become a part of our family family at familyfamily.com if you want a strong family that's able to address the heart dilemma that we are addressing, that we are, we are describing because your family is all probably already experiencing this heart dilemma. You yourself might already be experiencing this. It might already be destroying your family. You may be going through divorce. You may be going through uh, a rebellious child situation. You may be going through... Uh, a real rut in your marriage etc and your parenting your children may be going maybe not ex not experiencing a good parenting experience from you etc all this can be linked back linked back to one thing your heart and we encourage you to look at our programs at the family family become a part of our or of this discussion by giving us a call on anchor if you're part of the anchor platform if you're not, you can email us at connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at familyfamily.com. And you've heard of other, other elements of our call to arms in previous audio sessions. Lincoln encouraging you to have a great day trusting malliteracy. Sorry, to have a great day defeating and crushing malliteracy. There again comes uh, that, that side of the heart that we're trying to, to, to destroy. So why rob God and this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com.